But the point I'm trying to make is, yeah, since we started, since I started getting onto Cole, Mo hasn't kept the same energy. Yeah, me. Mo has moved away from his love of J. Cole. Yeah, but you've known me since the beginning. Have right. I, you could accuse Mo yeah, of being me. phony. Have I not always been consistent with J. Cole? Honestly. So I've always known you as being a J. Cole fan. Right? Yeah, but you wouldn't but even... Have f- I always been honest with his music and said who's better You've mentioned his name every chance you've got. Yeah, but have I been honest with his music? When was the last time he did that? What his albums are saying. What in terms yeah, but when was the last no, time he did that? Yeah, yeah. when saying? was the last time he did that? Let's when when was the last time he showed his love for Cole? I mean, it's been a minute. Big Thank man. you. I was just There's a reason for that. that was, he was headlining. The point I'm trying to make... story too. The point I'm trying to make here is that Mo has changed. Mo's not the same Mo no more. I feel like he's like... He lost a bit of backbone. So he lost stand now and just. Up, he lost. He's lost a bit of his backbone. Up, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, wow. I've been very consistent with. Jake. Nah, not I've anymore, bro. Said, he's saying you're spineless. He six times. You, not on my he's saying you have less of a spine. I've seen Jake to Dolly, It's not the same though. You don't I've love. You don't love him like you once did. Bro. That's all I'm trying to say. He's saying your backbone's lacking. What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 47 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast. With your boys, Peter. Yo. Mohammed. Yo. Myself, Yummy. Another day, another pod. How are you guys doing? Yeah, man. Very well, man. God is good. All the time. All the time, God is good, man. How you, man, doing? Hey, man. Hey, man. I've been all right. Been working. Working. Been working. <laughs> you know when you come to the podcast, you expect something entertaining, innit? I mean, we've been on lockdown, man. Yeah, so man, there's nothing else. Do you know what I mean? Not, nothing to report. No, but come forth June 21st. Don't worry. Don't worry. You're going to be out in these streets. There'll be an uptake in these <laughs> stories. When it comes to you, well, how did your week go? I'm going to come back with something. No, so what are you going to be up to? What? are you going to be up to? Hey, man. Yeah, how was your week? They'll be exact, see? <laughs> exactly. There'll be a lot of stories. shuffling. That, there'll be a lot of stories that you won't want to share. So, boy. Hey, man. But yeah, everything's cool. Again, lockdown. We've got, still got two more months of this, man, before things even remotely start I opening see, up. I'm so. back April 12th. But at work? Yeah. Physically? Yeah. Can't wait. Mm. Oh, I bet. Can't wait. I bet you can't even wait for the people that ask you to see the manager. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's what you're looking forward to the most. Can I speak to your manager? Speaking. <laughs> Shut your dumb ass up. <laughs> you can't say that as a manager. I can't even say half the stuff I've said. Today. Exactly. <laughs> you wanna p- or do half the stuff we've done. See, see, see. See, we're not going down this road, bro. We're not doing that. No. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. It's cool. It's all good, though. Peter, how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> inside joke audience inside joke. <laughs> um, my week's been alright man nothing to report bro um, been working out quite a bit you know what I mean giving up a meat so I'm like fully plant based at the moment um, but yeah man apart from that just just working and it's still working from home eagerly anticipating you know being allowed out but yeah same shit man vegan babes if you're listening <laughs> vegan babes I'm just saying bro I'm not vegan I'm plant based there's a difference what's the difference well, vegan they like they're, they're very um, cautious about, you know, wearing clothes that are made from like... Yeah, I mean, you're vegan I mean? in terms and, like, of... They're cream, they're soaps. You're I'm vegan not, in terms I'm not of that. food diet. I'm plant-based. I'm you're just not, plant-based. I'm not vegan. Do you not like the you don't like, like the name? And I don't mind it, but when you say vegan, you automatically draw I, for like every... So you don't eat fish? No. Nah. I'll draw for the food. Just, just plants. Just plants? Just plants. So you're rabbit? <laughs> Why you got to say that? <laughs> you, could, you could do with like laying off the, the meat and that, to be fair. That was crazy. Why was that crazy? 
Lay off the meat. See, you're sick because my mind didn't even my mind didn't even go there. That was wild. You man are sick. How dare you tell me stay off the meat? You man are sick. Hey, don't do that. Get your minds out of the gutter. You must not put my jacket on, cause that's all. get your mind out of the gutter. I did not mean that. Clearly, I'm referring to food. The fact that I even need to clarify, you know what? I've just that was a massive bite. That was a massive bite. Mohammed, how was your week? You asked me, bro. How was your? No, I was about to ask you how your week was. Oh, um, fine. To be honest, same. I ain't done much. Mm. Still on furlough, writing a lot, watching You've been Bear in your TV. Doing a writing bag. Um, so yeah, getting paid off that. So that's cool. Um, been watching Bear TV. I watched the um, Al Capone film this uh, today with, um, with Tom Hardy. Yeah, it's easily one of the shittest films I've ever watched in my life. Do you life. know what? It came up on my um, my feed today, and I was gonna put it on my watch later list. Oh man, I have Netflix. It's yeah. bad. Is it bad? It's bad. He's a very good actor though. He's a good actor. He saves it in a sense, but the script is bad. The story is bad. Do you know who directed it? No. Okay. I don't, but yeah. I mean, watch it, but boy. I, I probably won't. There I'm you go. I'm not going to waste my time. There you go. But um, yeah, other than that, I've been cool, man. I've been cool. Well, before we get into that, I want to shout out um, everyone listening. Everyone who's listening on SoundCloud. Everyone who's listening on Spotify. Everyone Big who's up. listening on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Big ups to you. You're the reason why we're doing this thing still so big ups to you um in terms of what i've been listening to this week well i've still been doing that music writer exercise so i've been listening to an album a day for the last well over the last month so how long you got left just tomorrow okay just tomorrow um so in the last two weeks i've listened to a lot man but just to skim through i listened to britney howard's album that was really good Mm -hmm. coffee stone was really good t-rex electric warrior classic album dope Slum Village, Detroit, Delhi, mid. Um, Charlie, oh, that's post Diller, innit? Post Diller. Yeah. You know what it was? It was dope, cool rapping. Rapping was fine. You, you know we're going to get from Elzai and T3. Yeah. But generally, nah. Mm. But what was Diller's line in Selfish? Um, more D than 12 M&Ms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, 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 that touched me. <laughs> um, but yeah, Charlie XCX, how I'm feeling now. Eh. Phony people yesterday's tomorrow, man. Matt McGee, everything starts from now. Was dope. Fleetwood Mac rumors. It's really, really good. Um, I didn't realize that. I've that never album. actually listened to Fleetwood. You should. That album is dope. It's literally got every advert soundtrack ever for every advert ever made. And Daniela used to love them. She used to try and force me to listen to them. So you know the F1 anthem? Yeah. It's on that album. Okay. Rumors. Yeah. 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 So check that one out. Georgia seeking thrills. Not really good. Mahalia love and compromise was. Vibe, nothing special. Billy Eilish, when we fall asleep, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Shit. Um, <laughs> Did it win Bear Awards? Yeah, she won a Grammy and shit, but it was it was shit. Production was shit. <laughs> Vocals were shit. Everything was shit. It was just bad. It was shit. It was just bad. Like she's young and that, so I'll, I'll give her young. a pass. But shit, shit show. All right, yeah, we get the point, man. Shit. <laughs> Bro, I felt offended listening to that shit. It was a Thursday night. I was like, all right, cool. Let me bust this out. Let's listen to it. I've seen all the hype. No. I must have missed your tweet because I would have made you laugh, bro. Bro, it was shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then Joni Mitchell Blue, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Yesterday, I listened to Khalees Kaleidoscope. It was really good. Mm-hmm. She never got paid off that album. Yeah, man. It's funny you said that because um, I revisited her first album and then like, I started watching some interviews and I could see that she had said that them man pretty much robbed her for her publishing. They robbed her. And no one said a word about it. They swindled her. 
I know it's the Neptunes and it's Pharrell, and we all love Pharrell, but that's yeah. Boy. Nah. But to be fair, also I think probably because of like the type of time it was within the music industry, I imagine that she just got the um the the, the basic record contract though, and she just signed it, innit? Yeah, but I suppose it's a thing where she gets into this situation with a producer duo that she obviously trusts and she's mm. worked with, and they just fuck her over. But do you think they knew any better? They had to have known. Yeah, you know mm. what you're saying. They had to have known. They had. I to mean, they gave her the contract, of course, but yeah. So you know. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah so that's a, that's a strike on Pharrell and Chad's record. But um. But and today trust I listen, me. Yeah, for real. And today I listened to Inner City, which was like an old school '80s kind of black pop group. You know the song "Good Life," "Good Life," "Good Life," "Good Life," "Good Life," "Good Life," "Good Life." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, so yeah, just that group. Um, yeah, it was a cool album. And tomorrow I've got Stan Getz and Jao Gilberto. Gets Gilberto. That's dope. You listen? Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Calm. And that's the end. That's me for the end of the week. And obviously, I listened to an album that we're gonna get into later. He was in the Pele documentary as well. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was. He was. Wait, Jao Gilberto, Gilberto Gil. Charles Gilberto. Sure? Oh, wait, hold on a minute. I think it was Gilberto Gil. You sure? Yeah. Gil. Gilberto Gil. Only Gilberto on the Yeah, yeah. it was Gilberto Gil. It wasn't you sure? Charles Gilberto. No. Hold on, let me double check. Yeah, I know you know. I'll check later. Silver. Only yeah, Gilberto yeah. on the silver. Yeah, yeah, we get that. I wonder what that knowledge was. Yeah, yeah. Expand your mind, sir. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, that this shit read off. I'm not going to do it, but salute to you. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I couldn't do what yeah, you Yeah, I could. Charlie X. Respect. God man. bless you, fam. No, I, I, I want to listen. To, I've been wanting to listen to more pop music generally anyway. Mm. So this month has been a good way to do that. What have you been listening to this week, man? Um, I think I told you guys before this. Honestly, do you know what is? I go through phases. There's been so many battles I've dropped on that app. I don't know if you've actually checked that app recently. Yeah, so it's a battle rap app where they update the battles that have recently come out on it. So a couple of days ago, they dropped uh, Twerk versus Drugs. But... In terms of the battle rap scene, there's been a big hoo-ha. There's been debates left around like, who's a legend and who's not, which was a really big debate, to be honest with you. And then there were battle rap disses going back and forth between the eras, because now the era that came up 2010 are now the older figures. So now the 2020 lot are trying to get them out of here. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So like when Surf and them were used to send for Lux and Mook, now the younger ones are starting to send for Surf and... So a change of the guard is coming. It's not going to... It's not coming. Oh. Um... Fair enough. No, do you know what it is? I feel like, do you remember when Pete was like, oh, you, you can't beat these guys? Man, who's easy the block captain really beating? And also... Wait, who, what did I say? Remember when you was like, you know when you knock Surf and Dimler against Cass? Not Cass, but like Mook, Rex. You know how you just, you look <laughs> at like Rex as if he's indestructible. <laughs> but in reality, 95% of these guys will beat him. I'm at that point now where I believe none of these new sport people can mess with Surf's ever does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and also, they recently announced Cassidy and Hitman's having a battle. Hitman Holler. Hitman Holler versus of Wild Cassidy. and Out fame. Cassidy the Hustler. Cassidy the Hustler. <laughs> Cassidy <laughs> the Hustler. Now, Ask Muhammad, what day is it? This, out, this battle's coming out April. Ask me on um, a horse. Before, before you say that, before you say that, Mo, one day we're going to have a real conversation about people who feel like putting the Hustler next to their name <laughs> is cool. <laughs> You don't do that. You don't appreciate I'm just don't saying. Don't you dare. I'm just saying. Maybe you're not a fan of Cassidy I'm the Hustler. Just Cassidy the Hustler. No. <laughs> There's only one Hustler worse than that. Peter knows what I'm talking about. Yo, relax. Do you want to say his name? Respect Smooth no. the Hustler. No. Who? I mean, good smooth the Hustler. I mean, good okay, cool. Trigger the gambler. So as you were saying? I mean, good or someone said to him, uh, the Hustler. Something said you look more like the customer. But that's neither here nor there. Um, but ask me what I think is going to happen to him. That's a brilliant that's line, a by the brilliant way. Line. <laughs> Ask me what I think is going to happen to Cassidy before we get off this. Can someone ask me? 
a whole month for the hall before this battle because someone asked me what's gonna happen to Cassidy. What's gonna happen to Cassidy? He's gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, Hitman Holler is gonna get him out of here. When I tell you, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be gruesome. It's gonna be ah oh, barbaric. A massacre. It's gonna be bar- a massacre. It's gonna be barbaric. But you're looking forward to it. Bay. Boy, that's pretty grim. Yeah, man, I can't wait. Cassidy's gonna get bodied. And I'm here for it. Hey, that, bro. All right. Peter Weaver listening to <laughs> Um, Not much, man. It's, it's been a very slow week for music in the last few, last couple of weeks, rather. Um, I've been listening to a bit of Jackson 5, um, diving into a bit of their catalogue. Um, Gets, which we're going to talk about in a bit. I've been sitting with that. And I was listening to Fella, um, Confusion album and Gentleman album. Um, so, yeah, I've just been sitting with those, really. Feel that. That's it, man. I know the gentle man, Matalo. Okay. <laughs> so, um, thank you for that. Thank you for that rendition. Africa um, man, original. I know the gentle man, Matalo. Listen, if there's anyone from a label listening to this, <laughs> just please, just throw a contract at Peter. He clearly wants it. Fam, I could do it, man. All right, cool. Let's move on to the first topic. So, what we're going to do today is we're going to review Getz's album, Flipping Con- Conflict of Interest, that he released a couple weeks ago. No, last week, actually. Um, so when this comes out, it would have been like a week and a half ago. Yeah, man, it's uh, Getz's third studio album, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So after a career of like loads of different amazing legendary moments and mixtapes and stuff, um, he's released his third studio album recently, Conflict of Interest. It's like 16 tracks, an hour and 10 minutes long. Features from the likes of Skepta, Stormzy, JK, Dave, Wretch, Ed Sheeran, Emily Sunday, Pass Out of You, Back Row G. It's been well received by the scene, so much so that it actually entered in at number two um, on the UK albums chart in its first week after a campaign hashtag gets for number one, which saw gets basically going all out on the marketing money because. He was out here in London on a tank. <laughs> he went to Dubai for a bit to link Charlie's stuff to do fire in the booth. He dropped a sh- he dropped a tune or a freestyle on the tank as well. So like he's been doing bits. Mm. So um yeah, the dust has kind of settled with the album. It's out now. We've obviously listened to it, and now it's the time to dissect and see how we feel about it. So, Peter, I'll start with you. I want to hear what Mo has to say. The reason why I say that is because he was talking about hot takes. I'm, I'm actually curious. No, 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 go, because my hot takes is separate from the album. So you go first. Oh, so it's not album related? It's album related. It's just a side. It will deter from the actual album when I get into it. Does that make sense? Yeah, all right, cool. Um, uh, you'll hear because you'll understand what I said. Yeah, I really liked the album. I thought it was a really good one. It, it was nice to... I think the first thing that, like... On the first listen, the first thing that I just deeped was um, how, how long he's been doing it for, man. It's been around for... For pretty much most of my adolescence, isn't it? So just like watching him, watching the moves he's made over his career, um, watching just analyzing the moments that he's had within the game as well, and then you know receiving this album in you know in totality, I was actually really proud. I was really proud. Man. I've always been a massive fan of Gets. He probably is like my second or third favorite MC from the UK. So I've always enjoyed him lyrically, and um, this album from back to front is just extremely consistent lyrically. Um, and yeah, I just I just love that that part, man. The fact that he's been in the game for as long as he has, and he ain't he ain't falling off lyrically, man. He hasn't lost a step. If anything, I feel like 
his his style of rapping, his flows are a lot more controlled. You know, like early gets was very skippy. You know, what I mean, very um, aggressive. But I feel like he's he's found a way to to control it and still ensure that like his pen and his his delivery of his bars are still very potent. So overall, I thought it was a good album. I was I was a bit surprised. I I wasn't sure what to expect. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a good album. I saw like an hour and ten minutes. I was like, oh, I'm not trying to sit through all of that. But I was I was really happy though. I was really happy with um you know the overall sound of the album. I thought it was really well rounded. I feel like he catered to a lot of different pockets within his arsenal, man. He had like, you know, the aggressive tunes, you know, the tunes of just pure crud. He had um, a couple of tunes where, you know, kind of switched up the tempo and was a bit softer. And yeah, I feel like it was very, he was still himself uh, adding that contemporary touch to it as well. Um, so that's my initial take on it. But we'll get, I want to get a bit deeper once I've heard what you man have had to say. Had you listened to any of his albums before? Yeah, yeah, I've listened to all of them. And the last one I thought was really good as well. So I wasn't, I know that this is his first one on a label, a major label. Mm -hmm. So I tried not to have any expectations, even though there's this, you know, there's the guise of when somebody is signed to a major label, they tend to go to a popular sort of sound altogether. Isn't it? So I wasn't sure if that would be the case here as well. Um, Those days are over. <laughs> uh, you think so? Well, you're fully, fully over. Boy. For someone of his stature and just general like, quote unquote urban artists mm. that signed to a major those days are done um you say that but then you know this this i still think there's artists out there that will still lean to that though because they still want to sell records isn't it? yeah but it's not by force of the label necessarily it's because they might want things because they will want to do it it's not a thing where it's like the 90s where you have to have a hit record to you know be whatever whereas because mm. this album there's no like big hit from it but it gets like the label knew what they were signing they knew who they were getting and they knew that he, they, he wasn't going to do any of that stuff so mm. and look how well it's i mean already. he could have he, he did um i made the gallum sing for me when was that this was i can't remember how long ago it was but he, that was his attempt at it so was it more than five years ago maybe it don't matter the point i'm trying to make is the attempt is there there were still artists that may still try that yeah of course but what, what i'm mean? saying is my point is that the flavor are not necessarily forcing them to do that it's because they want to do that you know what I mean? Because they want to sell records. Mm. Whereas someone like Gets Now, who is in this new level of knowing who he is artistically, mm. he's not going to be the he's not going to be the type to chase that sort of thing. I like, would hope not. Not nor nor any of his contemporaries. I don't think. Especially mm. since like the resurgence of grime from like 2014 onwards has shown people that they don't need to do any of that stuff anymore to really be penetrative in the in the scene and in the culture. Mm. Um, and if you want to do that pop stuff. Then that's because you want to. That's because you want to do it. That's because you want to explore it. But more time, they're not doing that mm. so much. But um, yeah, I feel that man. I mean, me personally, yeah, I I, I love this album front mm. to back. Um, I think Getz is on a new plane lyrically, flow wise. He's found an amazing production team that have been able to essentially realize his sonic vision. Like the storytelling in this is top notch mm. like when you think of songs like autobiography mm. i want to talk about like that fire and brimstone fine wine like he's managed to find this balance between the more composed gets the more angry ghetto and justin clark who's kind of a little bit more like i don't know sentimental in a sense so and sorry and before you continue on that point 
that's exactly what I felt looking at the album cover as well. Because you know, it's kind of split into the three parts of him. I initially, by looking at that, I was initially thinking, all right, cool, he's going to give me the three parts. I'm going to get Getz, who is the complete artist. I'm going to get Justin Clark, who is the person behind the artist. And then you're going to get Ghetto, the the younger <laughs> Getz, in a sense. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of was expecting that, but yeah, sorry, go. Yeah, for sure. And he definitely balanced that out well. And the good thing about him was it's a clear evolution because on his last album, Ghetto Gospel, New Testament, you could see him trying to strike that balance a little bit more. Um, but here, it just seems as if he's reached a creative peak where not only are those sides, all of those sides like comfortable and you know he's realized a balance between them, it's, he's taken those balances to a new level. Mm. Um, and you know all the features do their thing as well. Like everything about this album, even Ed Sheeran's feature. I can't stand Ed Sheeran, but this was the one Ed Sheeran feature I found myself enjoying. Maybe because it was Get. <laughs> I don't know. But he actually did his thing. Songs like Proud Family. Proud Family is a beautiful song. Mm. Crud with gigs. He's just he's just tap dancing all over that one there. <laughs> um, Little Bo Peep with Dave. Dave, standout verse. Stormzy did his thing. Skepta did his thing. JK did his thing. From front to back, there's just an amazing album and I couldn't ask for anything more mm. if, I'm, if I'm honest like I loved the last album so much and I kind of knew that he would be on an upward trajectory from there especially as he signed into a major he's really getting into the renaissance period of his career where you know he's in his mid-30s now he knows what he wants from his music he knows how to execute it and he's doing it and bro we're just getting the absolute maximum of his abilities right now and I just mm. love it like Put him on any beat, put him with any um, producer, put him with any guest feature. He is always going to shine. Mm. Like mm. his bars are so scientific. They're so detailed. They paint a picture and the clarity as well. It's mad, man. It's scary how good he still is. Yeah. Like it's, it's insane, man. Like when you like to start breaking down, like, you know, his bars and the pockets and the flows and like just how he sets up the, uh, it's, it's mad. It's the f this might be the first time we've seen someone figure it out so many years later does that make sense what do you mean like like you said the gets that we knew before when he was girl mm. it was a bit erratic even <laughs> the way he used to freestyle and roll with his hands his stuff just dangling do you know what i mean mm. it was very erratic in the way he rapped mm. it was class but it was erratic and i feel like now we finally with this album we see it gets that it all comes together maybe for the first time because I've listened to past Gets albums. I'm not a massive fan of them. Mm. Like I wouldn't say I'm a massive fan of Gets' previous albums. Not even Ghetto Gospel? No, I'm not a massive wow. fan. Like, I haven't really gone back to it. I feel like it's the first album that I'm like, it all makes sense. And I feel like it's because he gives me everything I want. Mm. You've given me Ghetto, you've given me Gets, you've given me uh, Love It as well. Do you know what mm. I mean? You've mm -hmm. given me all three of your sides of your person mm -hmm. that I've wanted. And what I didn't like is he didn't try to overcompensate. So you know what some rappers do when they like, cool, I've got three grime tracks. They make three popular tracks. They make three of these... Like they tried to balance out to make him, he didn't do that. It genuinely seems whatever he enjoyed, he just rapped on. See, I feel like he did, but he did it well. I don't know if he- I feel like it. that's what made the album sound so well-rounded. Yeah, I don't think it was conscious. That's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. think it was consciously. I just think it was, I'm in the booth and cool. Do you, do you know what I mean? And mm. it's like, everything sounded so pure, so well-versed. And it's like, he gave us well, the perfect- Well, that's the thing. That's the, the perfect character. That's the thing about Grime MCs. We love them because they're Grime MCs, but rarely do they, come into the game as artists they learn in real time they learn as they get older gets is the perfect example of someone who was a grime mc mm. rapping 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 for the fun of it getting a reload this that or the other just to prove he was the best mm. he's now channeled it into artistry 
And we're seeing that now. Mm. And we're seeing a golden age of our heroes, the Kanos, the Skeps and all that, who just barred and barred and barred, now becoming fully-fledged artists and contributing a lot to the culture and the music of the country. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We've seen them evolve. We've seen them blossom in real time to where they're not just rapping just to rap. They're rapping with messages. They're They're rapping with purpose. They're rapping with determination, in a sense. So that is basically what <laughs> gets his whole trajectory has been. It's all been leading up to this point where mm. he's been the angry MC and now he's just found a place where artistically he's comfortable. It's funny you say that because he, he says that on um, Autobiography where he was talking about, um, and I don't remember the lyric exactly, but I'm, so I'm going to paraphrase, but he was talking about a time where Channel U was popping and um, essentially because he wasn't necessarily getting you know certain looks, he deeped within himself that his attitude was utterly shocking in, de- in dealing with, you know, people that were trying to help him get to a certain point. And then he was talking about how, like, you know, how insecurities had basically stopped him from getting to certain points. So even on that, like, I just feel like it's, it's dope that he's even able to speak on that because it's like black men in the UK, especially, some of us have sh- trouble, like, talking about insecurities. Do you know what I mean? Especially when you've grown up a certain way. You know what I mean? And typically when with our grime and UK rappers and MCs, like you don't really hear vulnerability like that, I don't feel like. Especially with the vets as well. Definitely with the vets. You know what I mean? So especially with Getz, we've all need, we've known Getz to just be rapping about crud. So to hear that, and I know he's been doing that in the last few years and that, but to hear that is still quite refreshing for me. But even when he talks about crud, you see how artistically he it's does it. It's fucking amazing though. It's I like love it. It's, it's, it's sonically on a different I fucking level. love it, bro. Yeah, Do you man. know the last time... Okay, cool. I'm not saying that... They're nowhere near the same artist. They don't make the same kind of music, nothing. But you know who was an artist that I waited for 10, 15 years to get me a pinnacle of his career? Who? It's Nipsey. Not in terms of they're similar, but you know Nipsey, I was listening to Nipsey for so long. And then when he dropped Victory, like it was like, finally the culmination of all your work mm. has come to the surface. Mm. I feel like a little bit that's like with Getz. Like, you've been working so hard, giving us mixtapes, and it's like, finally the culmination of all your work has given us a project that I could be like, this is it. Do you know what I mean? I, I agree and I disagree. I agree because... I'm not saying the same artist, man. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not taking it like that at all. But I agree because um, he. I don't think he's made a better project than this one. But I disagree because I feel like um, the last album was really good as oh, well. Maybe for me because I didn't fuck with it. That okay, like yeah. The last album was showing a lot of signs of what he dropped on this album. But I feel like this album, he just executed it a lot better. And I think it had lesser songs on this album than the last one as well which made it a tad bit more succinct and um, just a bit more like compact. Do you know what I mean? So it was easy, it, the way it was packaged as well. I feel like- um, It was a bridge. Yeah. It was a bridge to what we're 100%, getting now. 100%. But yeah, no, nah, I fuck with the album, man. For me, it's what I've been waiting for. But I feel like we need to have a conversation because <laughs> when you look at all the features on the album, mm-hmm. they all showed us their level. Do you know what I mean? I disagree with you. Okay. I didn't like all the features. Okay, can I get my point across? Yeah, go on. Cool, I feel like, to me, I feel like Skepta didn't miss. I feel like Dave didn't miss. And Rich done what Rich was there to do. There was one more big person in it, Giggs. Mm. At what point are we going to stop acting like we like the playground rap? Like, at what, no, I'm not even trying to fire it, but like, the simplicity in Giggs' bars and the flow he's been giving us, at some point it's like, do you know how mad Getz made him look on that song? Wake him up. Wakey, wakey. Oh, do you get, like, do you know how Getz made him look crazy, if my opinion? 
You know what it is? In terms of the way it gets but it's, but it's, but it's not a comparison, though, bro. No, also, but it's like, yo, also, that's a contemporary. At least come Gets did not bring gigs in there to compete with them, I don't not think. Not really, but it's just like, I want gigs to... Co- no, no, no. G- gigs is in cruise control. We know yeah, this. Yeah, gigs is full on. Full on. Like, he's forced off the gas. 100%. I mean, listen. It's a Tesla. He's driving itself. <laughs> yeah, but he knows that. Whatever he puts out, people are going to listen to. So he doesn't need to really be... As, it's you shame, know what I mean? Because it's like... I really hate that verse. I hated Gigi's verse. But what more can you see? What, what more would you want from Gigi's? I don't know, but that verse pissed me off. It was just like, bro, like. You didn't like the flows? Nah. It's just basic. The, the opening flow was dope, though. No, the way he entered it was, you're right, sweet, but it's just like, it, at some point it becomes basic. Like, it's just a bit too. Yeah, but easy that's probably magnified even more so because he's next to get. That's the problem. It's the album that's on as well. When I'm hearing bars every song, then I hear. Wakey, wakey, I'm like... Bro, Giggs just collabed, collaborated with Bizarre from D12. He's in cruise control. I didn't even know he'd done that. He, yeah. I didn't even know Bizarre still makes music. I didn't know why, bro. It was a shock to me, too. <laughs> I didn't even know Bizarre did that TV show. He probably still did in that video. <laughs> but I feel you, though. He, he is in cruise control. But other than that, like, even even with that, Giggs did what he did, and I didn't mind, I didn't I didn't hate it. No, you know I, what I mean? I, I, I wasn't a fan of the verse. Mm-hmm. I fuck with Giggs, I don't get me wrong. He's been in my top five. It's just that verse was like... It was very jarring, because like... When I look at, when I look at the other people in the album and what they bring in, it's like yo, your verse is that. Mm. It's a little bit like, bro, everyone came serious. Dave came serious, mm. in my opinion. Skepta mm. came somewhat serious. Rich done what he done. Gig gets came serious the whole album. Do you know what I mean? The other people done what they needed to do. Stormzy done what he needed to do. Why are you not at least? It's not. I, f- I feel what you're saying, and I've. I mean, I think I might have been the first one to kind of raise that point here, where like you know, <laughs> because. I want to be careful of like how I word what I want to word in it, but I think because of the type of I think because of the artist that Giggs is, because of what he represents as well, a lot of people won't touch on his subpar raps and how long he's been rapping at this level for. It's a conversation people are probably scared to have, and pe- a conversation a, that people won't have. I reckon a lot of people still probably think that behind the scenes though. Yeah, but none of them will say it. Though. Of course not. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they won't, they won't, they won't say it. But um, it's jarring. It's just like but he weren't like he weren't the only feature that I wasn't feeling. Like I, I didn't feel, I didn't like the um Pass Aliu song. I didn't really like. I like Pass verse. I didn't like. I didn't like. I didn't like I didn't the like, um the I Dave like, tune. I weren't feeling that. Real. Yeah. Um, the Ed Sheeran song. I love that song until Ed Sheeran. I heard his worst. Do you know what I mean? So Giggs is Giggs quite a taste. Giggs's feature isn't the only one. I, I'm not gonna lie. I might have just enjoyed Gets handling all of the verses on those songs with those features. One. I loved Skeptus one. Oh my god, yeah, I, I love that. I love the Stormzy tune. Um, that man was boring, and I, I you know, Stormzy. Like, I, I wish he would rap more on that type of production. I think it suits him. I loved his delivery, the lyricism. Yeah, but I, I loved his delivery. I just loved how he was saying what he was saying. Um, and I just enjoyed that that whole track, man. That that whole track was fire, bro. Gets was in his bag, um, and yeah, man. For the most part, like I, I do feel like you know the features were they were well selected for what he wanted on those tracks. I just don't think they were to my personal liking. Yeah, every um, every every one of the features did a job for sure. I've got a hot take. Okay. People won't like this. Okay, this is a future classic. Okay, this is a future classic. I think this is the culmination of what Gets represents as an artist. This is him at the height of his powers. You see what it's done for the scene. It's gone number two. How many quote-unquote grime albums do you know that go that high? I think we're going to remember this as a classic. Well, like you said, it's on a compass. Piece yeah, I did. Yeah, did. I did. Yeah. And I need to double back and double down. So, yeah. Pete, where do you stand? Um, 
Why does it have to be a future classic? It doesn't have to be, but I think it will be. If it's too, if you think it's too soon, then I, it's I cool. don't know what to say to that because um, I, I I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like there are definitely elements of the album that. Nah, I'm not even gonna say that. It's just a fucking good album, but like, I'm not gonna sit here and say that like there are parts of the album that we've that we've never seen before, which is why people are gonna be talking about it like years from now. What makes this album so good is gets himself, the, the way he raps, how he delivers it, and his story. That's a massive part as to why this is good too, and how he has matured into the artist he's matured into as well. But, also, but that's not enough for me to say that, yo, this album's going to be talked about in 10 years time. But my, th- my yeah. thing is, my thing is as well, I don't think all classics have to necessarily move the culture though. And that's why- Then I think that's where we, that, then that's, that's a whole nother conversation because that, word, that, word, that can, word is weighty, an man. Album, an album can just be a classic musically. But it doesn't have to be a classic. Cool, but it also can be a classic. Just musically. As much as it doesn't have to be, it also could be if it's of a high level, what, which I think, conf- yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do you know how many rock albums are I classics mean, I mean, that didn't move the scene? I'm trying to think in the rap scene though, which album have we had that hasn't moved the scene that's a classic? Rock and rap ain't the same, bro. That's why I just said rap. That which one do we have in We rap? can't do that, man. What album do we have in oh, rap okay. that didn't change the scene? There aren't any classics in rap that are just musically amazing. Are we really saying that? No, what I'm saying is, we don't have to use the word classic. Why Why are we so drawn to that word? Why does it have to be a classic? Can it just not just be an amazing album? I mean, Flawless are, album. There are lots of amazing. Why does it have to be a classic? There are a lot and of how, how can we, why do we define it so quickly? It's, I, it's I, a I, fucking I, contradiction no. of the actual, na- like the, the, the actual definition of the word. I mean, that's why I said future classic, by the way. <laughs> that don't even make sense. Just on a personal standpoint, I'll repeat on this, I do think, it's basically been seven days. It's a bit too early. Future classic don't even make sense. Okay. It, it kind of does because as soon as good, as soon of course as good, it, it, as soon it makes a sense. A future classic. Oh, you know what I There's only it one album. Sense. Like Good Kid. As soon as I heard Good Kid, I said to myself, "It's a classic." Fam, when you say future classic, you're, you're you said it's a classic. You didn't even say it was a future classic. You said it was a classic. What, when I heard Good Kid, yeah, I put my I put everything down on the table. I said it's done. <laughs> after how long? Honestly, yeah. it was after like the third, fourth listen. Was that like weeks? Oh, like after? A, no, no, that was within four or five days. <laughs> No, I just knew what Good Kid was. It was a moment in time. You just could But this is what around. conflict of interest is for me. I, I don't know if conflict is... Yeah, that's your opinion though. I don't know if conflict is... We know where we were with Good Kid Drop. Yeah. And I love Gets. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's... Classic, Do you know what? Bro. If with all this talk, I feel like Gets' next album is going to be mad. Because I feel like he's like still growing, man. Yeah, 100%. And I feel he's shown something on this album that I haven't gotten from him before. Like there's a musicality aspect of it that he's diving into because yeah, we know he's nice lyrically, man. Like we've been known that. Gets has been the best. He's been one of the best for like God knows how long. Do you know what I mean? So that's not anything new, but can he show us anything more? And this album, I feel like has shown that there's still more to come because there's always that that struggle with rapidy rappers that can't make complete bodies of work. Yeah, I mean, and and Gets has shown that, nah, we can do it. Kane was showing that, Kano was showing that. Wretch has shown hints of that. But hints. Yeah. Um, but um I don't know, man. For someone like Gets, I don't know, it just feels different. It feels different because of him, because of the type of rapper that he is. You've literally just honed in on why I think this is such an amazing album, why I think it will be that word. That, you've literally honed in on why. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. I'm just saying but that like it's saying too soon. Is. I'm not saying he is. I'm just saying he's literally said oh, why I feel that this will be yeah, yeah, that's exactly I've got a question. That's what I'm saying. I've got a question. Um but wait, before you ask your question, yeah, why do you man get so mad when like I'm like anti-using the word? No, you're I'm, not, I'm not mad at it. No. I'm not mad at it. I'm, I'm not. 
Because you man look at me like I'm mad. No, I'm mad at it. Because there's just certain ones mad. that no, there's certain ones that are obvious that you just he's me. There's certain ones that are obvious and you just there's a there's no need to refuse it. There's no need to refuse it. You team. might get mad when I start like going anti-classic, but I've never been mad at you for not wanting to use the word a lot because I understand. No, but what you man start looking at me like I'm anti. Just because I'm You not are anti, you're an anti guy, generally. No, that's I'm not because not. Don't, of the, don't it's not because that. of the word classic. Don't, don't do that. Well, not, when huh? it, not when it comes to like good music. I'm not an anti guy when it comes to No, no, no. no. We're you talking about generally, when it comes to like, for example, the young bucks and shit like that, you can be anti. So I'm not mad at you for not wanting to use the word, and I get why you do. I understand it fully. But please understand when I use the word classic, especially in the context of a good kid or conflict of interest, that's because I mean it. You're always the one that disagrees with classic. And I haven't, and I haven't always been this way. No, but like I, I think no. it took it. I, st- I was feeling that way, and then I had a conversation with Rich, and then Rich started breaking it down into me in a way that, like, I was feeling, but I didn't know how to articulate. And I was like, "Yeah, you're fucking right, man. No, you have every right Not all to. these people can have classics. No, you have every right to, but I think there's just certain ones where I think when you blame it on time, it's just unnecessary. There's certain ones that. Really what do you mean? Like, I just feel like I'm gonna keep harping back to. Good I, think, I think. I think. Like, no, to pimp a butterfly forevermore. I think to pimp. One sec, one sec, Mo. Let me just get this yeah, point across. Yeah, cool, you're good, you're good. I think sometimes the word classic might be used a little too literally. Whereas the feeling around an album, especially after it's released or a couple of weeks after it's released, it can give you the feeling of, okay, this is a classic. Whereas some people might say, well, it's a bit too early. And they're using the term classic a little too literal in that sense. So that kind of kills whatever argument that you might have for something being a future classic in that respect because it can't be a future classic because that doesn't make sense or you need to give it more, more time when you can't really fight a feeling that people have, you know what I'm saying? And that's why people people think that fucking Man on the Moon is a classic. People think that Finding Rich is a classic, you know what I'm saying? It's the feeling that they get from it. You can't tell anybody how to feel. So if they feel that something's a classic, even if you don't think it is, then you've just got to be like, okay, yeah, these are different opinions that we have. Like the word classic doesn't mean to me what it means to you. It's down to opinion. It's Listen, down to man, I would hope that people are talking about this album 20 years from now when it, it goes down as a classic. I would love that. Gets, for as much as he's put into the game, he deserves that. Do you know what I mean? But I don't what know, man. Top three selected is a classic. Top three selected is a classic. Get Old Gospel's a classic. Mixtape. No, no, I'm listening. See, I'm not mad at that. Okay, now. So we, he's, got, he's got a classic mixtape. Yes. He's got a classic song. Yes. He's got a classic album in your opinion, or potential to be one. Mm-hmm. What does this album do for his legacy? I think we've already known him as one of the best rappers that the UK has ever had. I think now this just adds to his legacy of someone who not only can be one of the greatest rappers, but arguably one of our greatest artists. I think with album after album, his artistry is growing to a point where it's undeniable. And I think when all is said and done, not only for this album, but for Gets, he's going to continue to show why he is all throughout, like the whole package, like one of our very, very best. So this album only adds to that, I think. It might be the, even be the beginning of a new stage for Gets in the sense where the artistry and the lyricism and the complete package are just on a n- new tandem. And with the next album, the next album to follow that, it w- it's only going to get higher and higher. Um, Yeah, I agree with everything Yemi just said, in a sense, man. It's tough for me, man, because like of how highly I rate Kano in it. Kano's always gonna be my number one, man. Like, Gets is so good though. He's he's so good, but like, I just can't. I he just won't. He performs at that level to be considered the best, 
understand why somebody would say that, yo, he's the best ever. But because of how highly I rate Kane, it's, it's very difficult for, for me to put gets up there. But um, this album just, I don't know, man. It sets him up for that next phase of, you know, gets really. I feel like the last album and this album is just going to start helping him shape the legacy as being like an album artist. Do you know what I mean? As opposed to like a mixtape artist or, yeah, you know what I mean? Just, do you know what I mean? Just an MC's MC. I feel like the artistry of it is just going to take him to another level. For me, personally, it's a two-part answer in a certain degree. What I think it does for Gets, generally, it, I think it propels him to, if he wasn't in everyone's top three before, I think it propels him to kind of everyone's top three, top four. Generally, across the consensus, if you know rap, I feel like in the UK, he'll be amongst everyone's top three, top four. Just on a personal level, the same way you are with Kane, I'm with Wretch. Mm. Wretch is always going to be number one for me. No one's ever going to mm. overthrow that. I don't care what you do, bro. He's going to be 100 in these albums. Mm. But Getz is just different with it. It's, a, it's so hard to explain. He's different with it. Like, I feel like Getz is your favourite rapper's favourite rapper. In my heart, I honestly believe he's all of these rappers' favourite rapper. Mm. I believe he's Skepta's favourite rapper. I believe he's Wretch's favourite rapper. I believe he's, do you know what I mean? Everyone just loves what Getz does. Cause definitely Kane's favourite rapper. Do you, definitely, do you know what I mean, though? Mm. He just, because he comes up and shows up. So like, everyone knows what to expect from him. Um, so I think it propels him into top three conversation with everyone. He's in my top three, easy, without being surprised. No, he's in my top four, top three. There were parts of the album when I feel like, when I felt like he feels like he deserves more accolades. I think he does. I think, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think he feels like that. Because um, I'm trying to remember the bar. Hold on, did I write it down? But I think now he's setting himself up to get those accolades because there's only so many accolades you're going to get on mixtapes or, you know, just going on radio. You know what I'm saying? There's a certain level that you get to as far as critical, commercial, respecting the scene, respecting the streets by producing quality, a quality body of work. And that's what I think is happening for him now and it's going to continue to happen. Mm. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't write it down, but like, he had, a, he had a few bars on like autobiography again where, oh no, man, he was just, he was giving me that vibe that, yo, he, I don't know if he feels underappreciated or I don't know if he feels as though for what he's given to the game, he should be in a different space. I want to paraphrase the bar, but it was it was basically along the lines of like the fact that like he's given so much to the shit and he can still walk around freely. And I don't I don't remember I think it was on autobiography, but like I don't know, it just kinda made me feel like he wants more. Yeah. I he feels like saying. he deserves more. Um and I feel him. I feel him because he's he's done it all, man. He's like I think if you look at what, if you if you wanted to model your career, a grime MC wanted to model their career on an, another artist, I think he would like be the prototype, man. You know what I mean? Being respected lyrically, you know what I mean? Having wars, you know what I mean? And having been successful within those wars, just always being known for like being like, you know, a consistent performer lyrically as well. Being able to like venture out and try new things and showing more of your artistry and then starting to get respect for that as well. That's what most grime MCs would want. Outside of art, the growth you see in Getz, the person as well, mm. makes us buy into his story more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've seen Getz from 15 years ago to now, how he is now, the way he looks, the way he dresses, the way he talks. Just everything about him. Naturally, he's grown up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it resonates in his music. Yeah. And that's another thing we got to remember about these grime MCs. A lot of them started out young. They weren't artists. They weren't people. Like, they just grew. Life got in the, got in the way for a lot of them. And... They're now regurgitating that and their music and they're showing how mature they are and they're showing how mature their life experiences have been and all that as well. So 
as they grow, their music's going to grow. And as a result, their status is going to grow. That's crazy. The way it is. And as they continue to grow as well, they're growing with the times as well. And I feel like a lot of them are, you know, they have way more knowledge of self as well. Because oh, we <laughs> even on like the song um, with Skepta, I see free. Yeah, he had a he had a bar where he was like, um, "Don't tell me to go back to where I'm from." While the queen sits in the throne with stolen jewels, I'll go back with a chain on. I light up the place like Akon. Do you know what I mean? Huh? Was that Skepta? That was Do you know what I mean? So like, just little things like that just lets me know that like, you know what? He's got pride on like who he is. And he's he's learning more about you know himself and his worth, and you know us as black young men should also do the same shit. Do you know what I mean? So just sprinkling little things like that, and I don't know if I've got that from Getz in previous projects. All the rappers done that though. They you know had I mean? a verse where he talked about the way they treat us over here. Mm. The Skepta had a, verse, a bar when he talked about the Queen giving him a NBN. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Same tune. Yeah, like yeah. They all kind of. As soon as they told me about the power that came with the black skin unlocked it and I tapped him. Mm. I bet Peter loved that one. Yeah, that was a bar. But I still like the cut though. Like whenever Skep <laughs> whenever whenever Skepta gets in, he's going and going in back. I know bruh. I bruv, I know what I'm getting and I know I just I get gassed. Bro, I want to flip my laptop. He was like go on and go on and draw for the shitty. Bro, but it's not raining now like confetti. Bruh, I, I was fam. <laughs> gun fingers. No, mad gun fingers. In my PJs, bro. They don't know what going and going in means. <laughs> they didn't live for You know that you know that Who? you know that viral tweet. Who's they? You know that viral you know that These youngins, innit? No, <laughs> you know that viral tweet that goes you had to be there. You know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, you have to, you have to be there when Skepta reached and he went, go on there, go on there, think, come on, fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yourself yeah. black, fool. Come on. Yeah, yeah, for real, You have to be there. It's yeah, a thing. Man. I want to throw my laptop out the window. Yeah, man. <laughs> I want to throw my laptop. Bruv. When he said confetti, I want to tell him that shit. Yo, when Gets was like, from when I was a teenager, people say that ain't seen paper. Year nine, fair crime. <laughs> what? It makes like, yeah, man. Yo, talk that yo, talk. Yo, yo, I'm all for mature Gets, yeah. I love it. As, young, as black men, I love it. Let's grow, let's elevate. But you know what I mean? Sometimes I, I, I love that crud. Save the time for some And crud. gets like, I don't know, there's something about the way he does it that's just so authentic. I think it's his voice, man. You know what I mean? It's so authentic, man. You believe every word he's yeah. saying. Yeah. For sure. Like he's actually done some madness. I need to understand like what his, his process is because like, just from like a nerdy lyrical standpoint, it's, um, it's mad. If you really just like, if you read his bars, like, and then like just listen to like it's just it's mad it goes, yeah. it's mad man like it's mad i've got way more bars i could geek out on but i'm mature because we need to move on boy yeah i know you do yeah <laughs> salute to get salute to get old salute to justin Give clark um more. Oh, more. More. i was just 19 but gone twice my age <laughs> <laughs> oh. i was like all right cool um before i ever knew about robert green knew about robert, robert scheme. scheme wait say that bar. what I was 19. Say that bargain. I was just 19 before going twice my age. I'm just going to say it revolver. Fuck off. Bro, it's fine because I was. Yeah, I was. 38 revolver. Yeah, I was. It's 38. Mohammed. Are you mad? <laughs> Mohammed. Don't look at me when Come you do on, that. Come on, fam. Yeah, when he. on that, That's on Skangman, isn't it? Yeah. I was listening to it all the way here. I was like, yo, yeah, he's going, yeah, man. Oh, what? Suck whose mum? Which one of you said, said that? that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Did he have a bar? There was one bar on the album. He said something about Ashanti, and then there's an ad lib going. Oh, that's still yeah, good. She's still good food, though. Yeah, still good. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah, we could be here all day. But shout oh, out I'm to telling Gets, you, man. man. Shout out to Gets and yeah, everyone. Man. Listen to Conflict of Interest. Download it. Stream it. Do whatever you need to do, and let's get this guy number one if we can. Let's move on to the next topic. So what we want to do now is 
we kind of want to go back in time and we want to take you to want to go way back, back yeah like time. T- yeah like 20 years ago uh-huh, early 2000s was it yeah um and this is i'll go crazy if you take your love away from me i'll go you know that's where that that's where that's from i'll go way back back into time wait you man don't know that so yeah, you, wanna, man, you man are lost, man. So, so yeah, we want to talk you about... Man, you man are lost, We want to take it back to the streets of South London. It's the late 90s, early 2000s. This is before grime. This is right in the halcyon days of UK Garage. Um, Wait, can I play the tune, though? Yeah. Because I, I need you, man, to get it. Hold on. Can, I, can we not get it? And you don't see my head on. right now. What? They don't know about my crew. They don't know about my... Um, this episode's a mess. They don't know about my... Uh, in it. Who is it? Black sheep. Oh, come on, man. Why are we going to know that? <laughs> Play it. <laughs> Do I even know another Backstreet song other than No Diggity? But they, 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 uh, I'm pretty sure at the beginning of that, it was like, we're going about to go way back. Why on earth would I Um, Tupac. There you go. All right, sorry. I recognize that, though. Um, But yeah, this is um the the golden days of, of UK Garage. You know, artists are coming up. Going up through radio sets, you know, big parties, going up the charts. And it was towards like 2000, 2001, where there was a darker side of Garage coming into the fore. Um, it wasn't so much two-step, but it was more so the prototype of what Grime would be. And this was represented by groups such as Heartless Crew, Pay As You Go. But the one that we want to talk about today is So Solid Crew. Um, arguably, one of the most influential artists that the UK has ever had as far as you know rap anything rap is concerned so I guess what we would do today is we kind of want to examine the legacy of Soul Solid you know Romeo Mega Man Lisa Mafia Asha D Swiss all them man Scat D Scat D and we basically want to talk about how important anyone know the man that sang the chorus in 21 seconds Keish Keish I didn't know <laughs> I um, boy salute to our historian Peter yeah. our Soul Solid <laughs> historian I I was a massive So Solid oh, fan. <laughs> no, I'm not even gonna run it. I just I'm ma- sorry, yeah, let let him finish. We want to talk about how important that So Solid crew are, not, not only to the scene generally, but just UK rap and how far UK rap slash hip hop has come in their wake, basically. So yeah, now you can go off. So um, oh man, I think they're very important, man. Um, I feel like they were the first. I want to say the first. I I think they presented street music to the mainstream in a way in which without them, the way the more contemporary artists now do music and the way they present it to the masses now would be very different. They essentially were the first to do a lot of shit, man. They were the first to like be blackballed. They were the first like black rap group, garage group, whatever you want to call them, to, to chart. Do you know what I mean? Stop with the early accolades and stuff, sell records, singles, and they they bust down the door. Do you know what I mean? I feel like what they did as well was very important for what we would end up seeing with Graham as well. And I once heard Wiley say that um, whoever made Oh No, That's The Word was the first person to make a Graham tune. So you could also, there's, there's two parts of it. You can look at, you can examine what they did for Graham music and then you can look at what they did for just the UK scene in total. 
for me, like, I, I grew up on So Solid, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, I remember the first time I saw a TT was in, um, I feel like it was in Ride With Us. Do you know what I mean? When Mega Man was, you know what I mean? On well, Audi TT. Yeah, that was the first time I'd ever seen that. Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> what a random memory. No, look at happy looks. This guy is No, I, I remember that because um, that whole video I just thought was just like glitz and glamour in it. It just looked mad expensive. And I just remember, t- I saw, I think that was the first time I saw a Lexus as well. So So Solid just have like mad, I just have mad like memories due to So Solid. Um, but before I start geeking out, I want to obviously give you man a chance to say a couple of things, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, man, I feel like they're very important though, man. I feel like without them, the scene would look very different, man. Cause they, they, they took a lot of hits, like as far as their brand goes, as far as um, their career goes, in order for, not even in order, but because they took those hits, like, I feel like other people were able to thrive. 100%. Mohammed? Um, my earliest memory from So Solid comes... So Solid was the first CD, UK CD I ever had. Really? Like, yeah, ever. UK-wide. From my memory. I had Craig David. Of course you so did. Solid. Um, and that was my earliest memory from them. And I remember what always stood out to me was... Do you remember their Mobile Awards performance? Yeah. That was, to me, a moment when mm. they'd come and they'd done the Mobile Awards. Because, like, yo, we're there. You see us? Mm. We're making the music we want. We're talking shit the way we want. We're flamboyant the way we want. Do you mm. know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, we finally arrived. But mm. I think without So Solid, you lose. You lose a lot of street music that come from the UK, man. I was just like, yeah, you cannot put a percentage on it. Without So Solid, you you have no one to look to. Similar to Heartless Crew, but I didn't grow up on Heartless Crew. Yeah, Heartless Crew. I mean, so they came from school once. Yeah, when I was in year four. Heartless can do it right. So these them. They were cool. Respect Heartless. No, crew, respect man. them, but like, Soul Solid energy was different. Mm. When you take the time out to know each member, like the way Peter did, that <laughs> is a ridiculous. Cash. Who the hell knows Cash? Don't do that. Sounds like a weed stream. Don't do that. Don't. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> but like, it, salute to Cash. I like I, whatever we say is a disservice for the, the amount they gave us. Mm. Because they birthed, they have the most, they've given us, they are the pioneers of the shit. Mm. Of, at least they're there. Mm. On the Mount Rushmore, people that have given us stuff and we've benefited from them, UK music wise, they're on the Mount Rushmore. So, so the crew up there. Fam, they, they like, a lot of, obviously, you have the US influence over our scene as well, man, but for the way they did it, man, like we had never really seen that before. Never. Like there's a way in which they even like, just the street, the street aspect of it. And I want to hone in on that, man, because a lot of, a lot of our UK rappers and grime MCs, man, you know, they, a lot of them claim to be from the street. So a lot of them rap about, you know, that perspective. But without So Solid, I don't think they would have been able to, man, because like, So Solid were the first ones to, to, to do that. And even though they got a lot of flack and critique, still be accepted by like the masses. That was I mean? success to us. Yeah, to us, it, that succeed. is success. No, that is success. But I'm just saying to us, no matter what happened, after no matter what happened after 21 seconds, even though they have, they've still done they well, bro. But the minute 21 became 21, mm. you succeeded no matter what you do mm. from here on out. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You've now given us enough. Yeah, they gave us a, yeah. a essentially a pop hit that they were able, that was danceable. That was memorable as far as lines and the chorus and stuff. Romeo's verse, Ashley's verse, everything. And even though they were talking about the street life, it was something that you could dance to. And they were one of the first to do that. Do we know if they were the first act to be signed? First, like, rap garage act to be signed? I doubt it. Okay. Maybe garage, but I doubt it. They were were rappers 
Okay. Getting signed to, to any kind of label before then. Maybe not majors, but okay. signed generally. Yeah. But Prince Davey Troy got signed by majors. Before them. No, they wouldn't have. But I feel you. Um, what was around them? Blazing right. Squad. Yeah. After. Blazing Squad was around about six. Bro, I was in primary school in Blazing Squad. I don't think Blazing Squad was around the same time. It's so solid, bro. I'm sure it's within a year. Within a year? We were like in year five when fucking 21 Seconds came out. And Blazing Squad, I was not, we was not in secondary school when Blazing Squad came out. Are you sure? 1,000%. I was not singing Blazing Squad in secondary school. I would have robbed. I didn't anticipate Blazing Squad being mentioned in this episode. No, I'm just saying, just came to my head. But we can continue, sorry. No, I mean, just to very briefly sum up what I think they mean to the scene. They're the Godfathers, man. They're the Godfathers in a lot of ways for not just grime, but, you know, rap-based UK music in general. Because like Peter said, they broke down a lot of barriers. Um, I feel like in terms of rapping, they basically, maybe not improved, but they excelled and they advanced the art of emceeing um, as far as the UK is concerned. That would then lead to people like Wiley and the grime generation to just mm. kind of take their blueprint and kind of take what they were doing production-wise, because what even what they were doing at the time, it was known as Grimy Garage, which then lent itself to grime music mm. and even Page Go did a song called No We which you know arguably could be one of the first grime tunes as well it kind of had that feel mm. you know that production type style but so I sort of were right there man um, they brought like you said they brought street culture to the masses their presentation was like none other um, you know from the videos to what they were wearing the album covers everything like that they did a lot for the scene man they did a lot for the scene um, tracks like Oh No They Don't Know Dilemma you know what I mean? Don't, don't Bro, there was like, there was a good like, I want to say, there was a period between like, early 2000s, between like, 2001, maybe 2000, to like, 2003, where it was a bit mad. Because like, you had Oxide and Neutrino, and I don't even know if they were actually in the group or they were just associates, but you had like, them, they dropped um, Bound for the Reload, which was a, was which was massive. You know what I mean? And I feel like, around that time was when um, 21 Seconds might have dropped too. And then I feel like um, Oxide had another tune as well. I don't know if it was Rap This. Um, or it might have been, I can't remember the other. There might have been another song as well that was trying like crazy too. But it feels like um, So Solid were like all over the charts at a particular time. Yeah, yeah. They definitely had a, a run um, that, you know, was was really unprecedented for, for the time because obviously there weren't that many black artists that were so visible well not rap artists anyway that were as visible um, as so solid during the time so they kind of had a monopoly on that even though they had contemporaries that were doing their thing obviously heartless pay as you go they weren't doing it to the same level as, as far as commercial success critical critical success and i think another thing about so solid's appeal was to hone in on the street culture bit a little bit more the whole garage scene generally like there were a lot of like movers and shakers from the streets in that scene mm. so they were now getting a reflection and a representation of that yeah. through So Solid. And obviously we know about all the legal issues and stuff, but they- They, they were very, very authentic. Very, very authentic. Very authentic. Uh, very authentic. Very authentic. I think maybe not So Solid necessarily, but you know, Garage Raves, they'd be like- No, So Solid were very authentic. Okay, thank no, you. No, So Solid were about, about so Yeah, I know that. I know that, but, I'm, but my point- You're saying my, the actual <laughs> No, no, my point was gonna be that I don't know if there's been an event that so solid performed that where there were gunshots, or like any kind of like attempted. So solid. Yeah. You don't know if they were. Yeah. Bro, like you know, like there were discussions within Parliament to like 
banned So Solid, bro. Did that's they banned them though? That's, you know, So Solid, that's, that's essentially what happened. That was pretty much, the, I don't know if this is staying in, but Actually, that, was pretty, while, that was pretty much the demise of the group because they were just having so many legal issues. There was a lot of shootings at their gigs. There was at an incident gigs. in Birmingham where um, two young girls got killed. Do you know what I mean? And there was other, every time they would have a show, somebody would like, there'll be some sort of violence, whether it's one of the members of So Sorry getting into a fight or just other members. So there was a lot of issues. And that's why like, I feel it's quite interesting when we look at like all the crit- like, criticism that um, Drill gets. Like So Solid, I feel like were the first ones from our community to deal with that. Because they essentially dealt with their bags being stopped. They were, they were banned from like numerous venues, venue stops trying to book them because of all the legal issues. And then they had other street stuff, which, you know, led to like, you know, people like Ashadi, you know, spending time in prison and, you know, Mega and, you know, another member of So Solid dealing with legal issues who's actually in prison at the moment. So there was, bro, there was a lot of like legal shit. That's essentially what stops their run. So in a sense, that sort of stuff kind of propelled them to where they were. And then at the same time, it kind of like stopped them in their tracks in a sense. You mean the street stuff? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. you could say that. You could say that. Um, yeah, it, it was. They needed authenticity, and then authenticity also played a part in the downfall. So, yeah, because again, like for the country at large, this was new. Like, even but though, sorry, go on, even though, even though, like, obviously, street shit was not, it's not a new thing, but it's the first time via so solid that the masses are seeing it yeah. so vividly. They're seeing it so clearly. It's so visible to them, yeah. and that's what obviously scared a lot of people. And again, this would. You know, it would follow with grime, it would follow with drill as well. So, inadvertently, so solid are kind of like the reason for that. Yeah, because I feel like if all of that was to happen today, they wouldn't, it would be a completely different outcome. They may be even bigger because it's difficult to be blackballed nowadays, especially where we've got the online aspect of it. And a lot of artists are independent anyway. Um, so, if like they dealt with all of those controversial issues back then today, It'll be di- it'll be way different. Hundred percent, I, I I believe that as well. Um, so yeah, they again they had to break down a lot of doors, not only from a musical standpoint but also from a cultural standpoint to where you know people know that this shit exists and <laughs> it's going on and stuff as well. You and know, it kind of felt like when they were going through what they were going through, that might have been the first time in which like white the white masses were paying attention to our music as well. Because of all the content, because there were newspapers left, right, and center, so you know they were getting a lot of criticism in that. So it, of course, it was going to attract attention, and there was going to be like mad different eyes. Do you know what I mean? So that might have been one of the, for even though it was like negative as far as what happened to them, for the um for the for the sake of like the culture, the scene, it might have worked out to be a positive because it started bringing people into like, you know, our world and our music. Yeah, hundred percent. And even though their run was. Well, for all intents and purposes, it was kind of brief, even though there was a lot going on. You know, we're only really now seeing the impact of it now, as far as like what they were really able to do with how little they had, the kind of people that they birthed afterwards as well. Like you won't necessarily say that, oh, they created grime. But if you listen back to the music, you listen back to early grime, there's no real difference between what's going on because they were rapping the same way, pretty much. Maybe the first grime MCs were rapping a little bit faster, but generally, all them man in so solid were basically the prototypes um and that's another reason why they're so important as well and we just haven't really seen many groups do what they did like you had um you know the the founding member mega man and he was like the rizza of the group 
And then you had like, um, you had Romeo, who was, you know, I guess catered to like the women. Yeah, him and Harvey, who the women would yeah. like. And then you had um, Lisa Mafia, who, you know, was that, that feminine energy within the group. Um, you had Oxide and Neutrino, like Ghost and Ray, if you want. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? So like, I feel like even nowadays, you don't really see groups do what they did, especially in the UK. You don't really see groups coming from our scene, branching off solo and um, doing all right. And I feel like, and that's why I rate Mega Man so much. And I feel like his his man management of that group isn't spoken about enough. I think that's one in the, that's a rarity though for that many people. And then for that many people to succeed from one group as well, mm. it's not easy. Mm. That's it's a rarity short. period. Yeah, yeah, yeah because like um, Lisa Mafia had a song that charted. Romeo had a song that charted. Ashadi's making. Ashadi's like yeah, he's a he's a he's a TV show he's a superstar yeah, now. Yeah. You know what I mean, acting star. You know what I mean? And that, that's from that group. I feel like even with Asher D, like, because he was he did Bullet Boy, I think, whilst he was still in So Solid. But just seeing um, an actor come from, like, you know, the rap world in the UK, I don't think we had seen that up until that point. Because he was in, he was also in Get Rich. I remember he was in Get Rich at that yeah. time, very early. Yeah. And that was like, oh. Yeah, so even the influence. You're our guy. Yeah, so even the influence yeah. on, like, things, but programs such as, like, yeah, dubplate, like, dubplate drama. Dub play drama, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then Top Boy, it's it's all coming from. I'm not gonna say solid, solid or responsible, but it's the stem from there. Yeah, it, that from yeah, that family, yeah, that branch in it. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, man, we got to give first, kudos to that. He's definitely the first rapper that we've seen that. In terms of in the UK, in, yeah, in terms of we grew up on. If that makes sense, mm. we grew up cool. We put it this way, actually, he's the first rapper we saw in the UK. We saw the start of his rapping career, and then we grew into an actor. Yeah, yeah, we didn't sure. catch him in the middle. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like there could have been previous people where we caught in the middle. Oh, mm. they used to rap back in the mm, day, mm, mm, mm. but like we saw actually start as a rapper, transition to mm. acting, and kill it. Mm. Would you would you man say that they're because of how short their run was? It kind of plays against them when we talk about no, legality, their legacy. It's legality, like you said, it's legal issues. Yeah. To be honest, but if we but Mo on that point though, if we're being very nitpicky and we break it down, there's because that second album for me. I didn't enjoy the second album and it was um, it was them steering away from the sounds that yeah, I guess yeah. made them popular. So you can really say that they only had one album that really I impacted only go back like to one that. Album. Really and truly, I feel like they would have been phased out if they continued. Because Why'd you say that? Because to what you're saying about the second album, I've never listened to the second album. It's very Neptunesy. Yeah, I think that wouldn't have because they, I think they caught lightning in the bottle, bottle with the with the um the they don't know album. Yeah. Um, because obviously twenty one seconds, it was still very much the height of UK garage, and UK garage itself. By the time grime um came into the game, it was all it was all but dead really. So mm -hmm. they probably felt like they had to venture, but with that, not only may have they lost a little bit of what made them so great, but they were also being subsumed by what was going on in grime. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Boy in the Corner came out, you know, Home Sweet Home was soon to follow and stuff. And Grime was just a new, fresh thing. So I don't know if they would have been able to survive in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and a lot of their members weren't really there. Like, cause on that second album, a lot of them, a lot of the members that we know that were more prominent on the first album weren't really on the second album like that. You know what I mean? I think Mega Man only appeared on like a few songs. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like he might have been dealing with like the legal issues at the time as well. But you can definitely tell the difference. The, it, the music felt different. And it probably is linked to what was going on around that time. Because on that second arm, they really had like, 
decide, you know what, we're going to do this rap thing. It's not even the garage thing no more. Do you know what I mean? And like UK rap at the time wasn't really that existent. Do you know what I mean? Especially where like, you know, Dizzy was just coming through as well. So we were leaning more towards the grime type of... Does the second album sound American? Yeah, man. Sounds very Neptune's influence, bro. And I, I heard that Mega Man had spent some time in Virginia as well. So it kind of makes sense. But very Neptune's influence. You never know what influence. the record label said as well, though. Huh? They, their record label might have been like... That confirms to me that, that they probably wouldn't have lasted much longer. To be honest, even if but you could give them credit for that though. You can give them credit for having the confidence and the the bravery to to try that. Because now I feel like if they were to try it now, or someone tried it now, we won't look at them like we did. But my thing is though, with that, by the time they released their second album, was that like oh two oh three? Yeah, around that time. Yeah. Obviously, grime is a thing. It's very quintessentially British. Um, you know, British sounding in a sense. It's not in any way catering. And obviously the streets dropped, Roots Maneuver dropped. None of these are like catering to that sound. So I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking they would really cut through all that with something that sounds so much like they cater into somewhere that doesn't even give a fuck about us. You know mm. what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, so I Cause, yeah, because I feel like people started to fade that anyway. By the second album, I'll fade out with Soul Solid Cool. Yeah, but because the, the only single from that second album was Broken Silence. Yeah, so by then I was already slowly... And then Warfire came out, oh yeah, and then that's when I lost my mind. Yeah, I think it's just a thing where they had their time and that was it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, I mean, but like you said, you see, because as soon as they stopped making music, Warfire came with, oh yeah. So you could see straight away the impact they had in some, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like as soon as they stopped music, we had this group now rapping what they're rapping about. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it didn't take long. We didn't need 15, 20 years to see mm -hmm. Soul Solid's mm -hmm. impact. Sorry, within 365 days. Mm. So it's like, I don't think I don't know if we'll ever get to that point there where you can have a pioneer like them. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen again. But they deserve all their flowers. They're very important, man. Um, I don't think I'm surprised we haven't even really seen like many more groups come from our scene, and in in that in that sort of mold. Maybe not as many members, mm. but just just where because like you know Lee, like Lisa Matthew was like she actually was doing the thing. Do you know what I mean? So like I'm surprised that we haven't really had that. Um, that we ain't had another group. That I feel like we're seeing starting to see more groups now, though. I mean, not in that respect. In, well, like that, though. There's like 160 members of Soul Solid. No, you know but that's saying? just childish. <laughs> like, I love Soul Solid. They yeah, but how many of them rapped, though? They I don't know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They, let's be honest. They could have cut that at nine. Eight. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Let's not even try to disrespect them. Mm. So it's childish. <laughs> but in terms of rap groups, I feel like we're starting to see more rap groups now than mm. we did before. You say rap groups, though, maximum four people, right? Not even four, maybe even three. How many is it? Six? Uh, is it six, seven? Oh, that's um, four or five. But even them, they they had their time, and now they're kind of like not fell off or anything, but they're kind of like in a lull period. Section boys, there was a lot of them. There was a lot of them, but these are not okay. I see what you mean, but in no way have they reached the same level. I'm not comparing the two oh. at all. I'm saying because people that have we seen groups since. Well, we've seen groups I'm make just an impact. Literally naming Bro, I don't listen to. I do not listen to six. Uh, six seven, never. The same. They, they were a group along. All right. So you're they, just saying that they're still. There are more they, groups doing more their groups. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. even then, there's still like a handful. Six seven section boys. Are we counting duos as groups? D block. D block. Skendo and AM. I suppose. Uh, what's the other two? And they had a viral song. Young T and. Oh, Young T and Bugsy. Yeah, Bugsy. I suppose that might be a little bit of a stretch for me. Like I might not necessarily give them that, but so solid. I mean, but. At the same time, as far as their presentation, 
I don't think we're gonna see anything like that again. Because even with the videos, man, even even their videos yeah. were very um. We just hadn't seen that, man. Like even I, I still don't feel like we've seen videos like so solids come from our scene till now, bro. Like, from know, twenty one seconds, like it just. I remember like I remember watching that. I was so like perplexed as to what the fuck I was listening to and what I was watching. I just didn't. I couldn't because I, I rewatched it recently. I just there was a lot going on there, but it was just so dope. Mm. We ne- we don't really see that creativity like that nowadays. They had the first rap portable. I don't care what no one says in the UK. Two multiplied by ten plus one. Wrong, <laughs> you're done. That is the first UK rap. Tell me I'm wrong. UK rap portable. Mm. That is the first UK rap bar. Oh shit. That went everywhere, and I'm talking about TV, news, hood shit, fucking listen, Big Brother, whatever. For, listen, for a lot of us, and that's deep. Obviously, I never even deep that. Deep, yeah, yeah, saying, yeah, two yeah. Multiplied by ten. What man had man doing algebra, bro? <laughs> The only, you know what verse I used to say? I used to write all of their verse. There was one I used to leave out. Who? Man like the devil worshiper. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yo, he was yo, bugging. Yo, Who's the devil worshiper? That's face, what? isn't it? Who's the devil worshiper? Uh, face. Uh, what he goes, he uh, was like, um, red is my best color. So solid vampire. Oh, See me on the telly, ya. Face getting popular. <laughs> what? Sounds like shit, you know. No disrespect to no. the. I mean, there's a lot of cottables in that song. Worship the. <laughs> red is my best. <laughs> Yo, we all left that part out, what? though, man. And he was bugging. Yeah, he was bugging. You, you don't know. You, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Run the show. If you don't know, please let me know. Please let me know. Scandino snitch. No need to go to the cost to get rich. I had to slay on my mate. Get rich all day long. Nah, they were bugging out on that tree, man. And then that light skin guy comes with no shirt on and starts thinking don't do that (laughs) (laughs) but this is important because for obviously our generation i feel like a lot of generations like like us as far as uk goes so solid as our foundation like these are the first rappers that we really discovered you don't really remember much of a time superstars to us before so solid they were it they were literally it at one point growing up actually i think i said this in the earlier podcast he was probably my first favorite uk rapper like i was just in awe Especially when I heard they don't know. I was in awe. I could not, I couldn't, my mind was like blown as to what I'm seeing right now. And just the sound, it was just mad. I just never had seen anything like that before. Um, so they were like, a, they were very instrumental in a lot of my early like rap experiences. I'm when I heard, what, uh, what song was it with Steiner Man? They don't know. It's remix. Don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The remix, isn't it? And they even put, they, they, they introduced me to Mr. Yeah, Steiner Man. They introduced me to Mr. Steiner Man. Yeah, yeah. I remember the first time hearing the remix, I'm like, yeah, it's it's mad. Yeah, and yeah, we forget yeah. everyone think we stand. Even forget the the correlation. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's yeah, yeah, it's it's stupendous. She's from that tree. It's stupendous, bro. Yeah, and you got you got to remember, like from that tree. Obviously, she won a Mercury Prize and who she is, Asher D, who he is. Yeah, you know, yeah. all of that. They're like very, 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 very seminal people. Like, like right. even and, and Swiss cry. Oh, listen, I'll argue with anybody that's not one of the greatest UK rap songs to ever be recorded. Because I feel that strongly about that song. But Swiss is so solid. Did you know he was a Mega Man's brother? I did not. I had no idea. But um, yeah, that that he's so solid. That song is still, I think it's still quite pivotal within our scene. I feel like a lot of... Um, huh? Is it a classic? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like a lot of um, street rappers as well. And a lot of conscious rap, I feel like, borrow elements of that tune as well. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like, even though when that song came out, so solid weren't who they were and they pretty much weren't really active. That song kind of didn't continue the legacy, but it's definitely a part of it. I used to bring the CD to, bro, true story, yeah? I remember it was either year five or year six, leaving there. Man brought the CD into school, teacher allowed me to play it. Mm-hmm. So gassed, 
Only one of my class knew every single word to 21 seconds. I felt like a superstar. <laughs> I literally felt like a... Mm. Nah, I'm sorry. I still know the majority of that. Bro, of, of the words to that bro. song, man. I think I know that song word for word. It's mad. It's amazing. It's mad. Even Lisa Matthews bit. Come on, man. So, ah, uh, go, 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 go. 20. Yeah, nah, man. I feel like if I met them, I would probably still be a bit starstruck, man. Because I would just revert back to that young... Not all of them. Th- that young fan. Um, Asher D, um, Mega Man, Romeo Swiss, um, Harvey, all of them. Yeah. Lisa Ma- If I met Lisa Mafia, I don't think I'd be able to talk. Because like, she was like one of my f- earliest like celebrity crushes too. So they were very... Yeah, man, they were very important for my like childhood. They were my childhood. Like, they... You know what I mean? They have a place in, you know what I mean? When I said, you know what? They've got a place in my childhood. Like, I remember listening to them every day. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You just remember when you was a kid, listening to these men every day and just thinking. Yeah. Who do you think was the best rapper in So Solid? Or your favourite? Favourite's going to be Asha. Okay. Favourite's going to be yeah. Asha. Asha D was my favourite general. Yeah. Like, just everything Asha D done, I used yeah, to fuck yeah. with. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because that street shit, I used to just fuck yeah, with yeah, Asha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Asha D. Yeah. What about you? Um, Asha D as well. Scat D. I loved Scat D, man. Scat D was, he was, he was hard, man. Like, Why are you watching me? Why are you clocking me? Why are you... Nah, nah, let me not even get into my bag. But yeah, nah, I loved Scat D. Yeah, him and Asha D for me. Do you know what I mean? But Mega Man just always looked so cool to me, man. He's the head honcho, though, yeah. You could tell he's the head, the way he carries himself. Yeah, when I, when I um, was listening to Ride With Us, like, the other day, like, the um the intro to that song was a bit spooky, man, because like obviously I've heard like stuff behind the scenes, like the street stuff. I've like heard stories and that. But that song, like the intro to that song, he's like talking to like haters and doubters and all of that. And like just those words just kinda like, I don't know, man, it just fit what I've heard. Do you know what I mean? So it kind of was a bit spooky. I feel like they obviously represented the moment in time and they ushered in what would be the next phase of UK rap based music as well. So, if they didn't have the legal issues, you still feel like they would have been phased out? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was getting still. It was getting there. I think they would have been able to adapt, though, man. We would never know. It's a guessing game, bro. If they, if they had all of them in their full strength, no legal issues, you don't feel like they would have been able to, to do it together? Well, doing stuff like their second album? Um, th- I feel like they would have... I don't think their second album would have been their second album if they didn't have the legal issues, though. Obviously, it's difficult to say, but I feel like... They where, been where, where you've got, like, key members, you know, having issues with the law and that. I don't know. I just I just don't feel like that, that second album would have been what it was. Well, they definitely wouldn't have been able to do Garage because Garage was dead by that point. So what else are they going to do? Are they going to do Grime? Maybe. I doubt it. I doubt they're going to do Grime. Mm. Um, even though they're doing gr- quote-unquote grimy Garage, mm. it's still not quite the same as Grime. So they would have been like the old niggas in the club <laughs> in that respect. <laughs> not that they were old, but you know mm. what I'm saying. Yeah, I get you. So... I don't necessarily think they would have been able to adapt to grime. Mm. I think the only other route would have been either like more traditional hip hop mm. or what they were doing with the second album, yeah. which wouldn't have been conducive to in any way settling in. They would have still had their fan base and stuff, but mm. it just wouldn't have been the same, I don't think, mm. even even with full strength. Mm. But even with that, at their prime, they were able to birth what they birthed, you know what I'm saying? So mm. for that, like, they're definitely one of the goats. As far as groups go, they're probably the GOAT group the in goat the UK. Group. In the UK. Yeah, mm. They're in that conversation for sure. I think they're the GOAT group. Even in the GOAT. Look how much we've just said about them. Because there's still a lot of people that haven't done what they did, even till now. Yeah, you're not giving me another group that's done what they've done. 
Put down the secrets and put down. And for those listening that, you know, aren't familiar with So Solid, like, check out They Don't Know, man. It's a, a very important album um, that kind of set up even the grime scene to be what it is, so. And Romeo gave me so gravy. Come on, <laughs> So gravy. So gravy, baby. With Christina Milian. when they used to say, and then I made this way. Oh, that song was a, that song was a bit of a bang, you know. <laughs> even, even that, even that move right there was quite important for what I think the Tenchies and them man would attempt to do with crossing over attempting to cross over that was like that might have been one of the earliest examples of that yeah do you know what i mean in a blatant way and not not i'm not taking anything away from him romeo artistically and that song artistically but th- that was a blatant attempt at crossing over oh, that was one thousand percent yeah but we had never seen that before like what's crossing over we we, we didn't know nothing about that you know i mean well i didn't i love the song though it's the vibes though. at the time i'm vibing to it yeah i ain't gone back to it yet yeah i think i'm going back to it like six months ago and it's of the time and and they were in the predicament no one's ever been in. Mm. They were the first hood man to make it. And, ju- and that's so, so bro, that's so important though, Whereas man. Whereas now, they knows how to navigate to it because we've seen people navigate to it. You're the first one. You don't know how to... Yeah. Bro, and that, that you don't know what line to tell. Does that make sense? And that hood element is so important, yeah. bro, because a lot of these rappers today couldn't do it. If it wasn't for them, man, they that's, wouldn't that's have been able to do it, man. It's so important. It's only now that so they know how to navigate man. through it because yeah. the mistakes that... 100%. Or even, the mis- or even gigs. Like when gigs were blackboards, mm. so you tried to say so they don't. Um, yeah, so solid. solid. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I feel like gigs learned from their mistakes. Mm. He navigated it through it well. He waited. He didn't do anything stupid. Mm. He came back and he just shit on them. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have learned how to navigate through it mm. by watching so solid through their blackboards, and them not because we just said they didn't make it, mm-hmm. and we don't know how much that. Bro, it was so deep. Like, I was listening sense. to um, the, um, Lisa Matthew was on Jonathan Ross, and um, fam, like I felt for her, man. Because it kind of felt like all Jonathan Ross was trying to do was like lean towards the con- the controversy of like all the issues. Yeah, it's just time ago. But like, she kept trying to like say like, you know, like it's not, don't, don't read, don't believe everything you read. Like not all of us are bad people. Sometimes we just find ourselves in certain situations, but like she's not there for that. Do you know what I mean? So I just kind of felt for her. But read, watching that interview just kind of let me know that like, yeah, man, like they were dealing with a lot, a lot of resistance. But that happens now. Jonathan Ross. It's not the same, bro. It's not, they just laugh in your face more now. Jonathan Ross will interview a Stormzy and rather know the street shit he does then. It's different now. It's different I don't think it's as blatant. It's not as blatant now. It's definitely not as blatant because back then. Because the questions that um, Jonathan Ross was asking Lisa Mafia, I don't think he could do that. He didn't do that with 50. Yeah, but he didn't do that with Jay-Z. Bro, Jay-Z was disrespectful to his wife. No, he just asked, is, that, is it true her bum's insured? Don't ask me that, bro. That's my wife. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I'll go and say, yeah, yeah. But Jonathan Ross asked Jay-Z Yeah, that? when it was on BBC One Friday night with Jonathan Ross, he was wild. I mean, Jonathan Ross gets away with a lot. 50's telling him about even being funny. I got shot, and I remember he kept on harping back to. They were talking about him getting shot for a long time mm. about his mum being. So it's like, I feel like back, but interviews were different back then. So basically, like, even the so basically, DJ Vlad was taking notes watching this man. No, <laughs> just this is gonna get edited out. But don't you in, like? Have you seen? He the, interviewed um, Mega, Mega Man, Vlad. Vlad, yeah. Have you did. seen? Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Just just big up so solid, so man. Even with um with what Swiss is doing with um Black Pound Day as well. Um, it's still very important as well, man. So they're they're still they're still like their offshoot legacy. Their offshoot from their legacy is still kind of like thriving because of what even what Swiss is doing. Do you know what I mean? So in a sense, yeah, man. So solid will never yeah, die, I mean, man. You, you know what think I mean? about what's come out of the flipping so solid camp just as far as non music, Black Pound Day, Top Boy. You know what I'm saying? Like all these things that are now cultural institutions for the black community. Anyway. Yeah. So you know the legacy lives on even indirectly. So. Mm. Big up. And I know Mega Man's doing quite a lot of um, business stuff too. He's got like fashion lines that apparently are doing quite well as well. 
So yeah, man, like big, big up, so solid, man. One time. Yeah. All right, guys, let's move on to the final topic of the day. Uh, the fun one, as per usual. So what we're going to do is we're going to take it in turns and respectfully pick, in our opinion, the worst member of a collective or group of our choice. Mohammed, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> what do you think? I don't know why he's laughing. I don't know why he's laughing either. Because this question is horrible, man. Um, I said so respectfully. So Gemi's question is, Who's the wackest rapper in each collective? Why do you say my question? They just heard. They just heard the question, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I just so why you, why, you my, like why you say my name? Did we not agree to this together as a group? Who came up with this one? You. My. Was it me? <laughs> Either you or me. One of I us. think it was Yemi, man. Listen, this is a great question. I said it respectfully, right. innit? Um. So yeah, Yemi's question. Stop saying that, bro. Was, <laughs> who is the wackest member? So you're adding source in each collective. I didn't say all that. Which means. Who is the Maru Shamak of each group? I'm I mean, gonna get you probably could have thought of someone worse than that, but I believe. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Who's the Francis Jeffers of Jewish Ukrainian gang? That's cool. That's even if they know who Franny Jeffers right, is. What about Inamoto? If you want, bro. Right, cool. Just pick your one in there. Um, so, my one is coming from the Rough Riders. <laughs> a lot of people might not know who he is in their defense. I don't know who he was before right, you said cool. it. You don't, you've never heard of him? No. you never heard of Dragon? They call me Dragon. <laughs> no. Have you never heard of Rough Riders Anthem? I've never the heard of him. one. And they go, they call me Dragon. No, no, no. no. Peter, do you know what I'm talking about? I know who, what you're anyway. talking about. I know who you're talking about. So yeah, so Dragon, i.e. Baby Charizard. Baby? I just call him Baby Charizard. I was going to say, I, he didn't actually call himself no, 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 that. I call him Baby Charizard. Okay. Um, yeah, to me, he's the weakest member of Rough Riders. Because obviously they're gonna go, not going to be the locks. Easy, I make so any of them, man. There. So, <laughs> I had another one. It's out of two people in that group. In Rough Riders. Yeah. Oh boy. It could have gone to him, or it could have gone to MC Jin. <laughs> Stronger this guy, man. So yeah, him or Jin, take your pick. Who let that happen? Who let Jin sign into Rough Riders Swiss happen? Swiss Beats. Why Swiss are you putting on Swiss? Because he looks DMX. Nah, it ain't Swiss, man. Who do you think it was? It's not Swiss. Think it was DMX. Nah, DMX. I you think, think he higher up. Yeah, of course. What's that um, white guy's name? Who? Ah, because of the L. Leo Cohen. <laughs> nah, Leo <laughs> Cohen ain't, Leo Cohen ain't co-signing that, man. So who put Jin in the Rough Riders? Oh, no, man. Wait, you say Leo Cohen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ain't co-signing that. But yeah, man. nah, so yeah, my two is Dragon and MC Jin. That's crazy. Dra Dragon, I ain't heard that name in time. And also the Nobody mentions Dragon, ever. Except for Mohammed. I think that's a great shout. <laughs> Yeah, man. He, he sounds like DMX, like as far as flow, he tries to like sound like DMX. But yeah, no one, no one talks about Dragon. So yeah, I'm glad you called. That, that was a good pick. Um, I'll go next. I don't blame you when it's in the Maru Um, so just based on the fact that it's been a UK-driven episode, I thought I'll keep it UK as well. Um, so I've gone for the group, the movement, and um, I've selected Devlin as the, um, the, the weak, the weak. I'm not gonna say he's the worst member, he's just my least favorite member of the group. Cause in his own right, he's, he's cool in it. The question but is who's the worst member? I'm, I'm you know, gonna exercise the worst member in the movement. power of authority is and say that I'm not gonna use the word the worst member, but just my least favorite. So definitely to you is the worst member. Why did Jeremy give you that look for? Um, no, I just yeah. Okay, cool. If I if I have to do that, then yeah, he's the worst member of the movie. No, I could tell. I could tell it was really burning you to say he was cool in it. I could tell. I could tell. I could tell. You see his face. He's cool in it. That's why I kept on pushing. Definitely like, correct, man. It, he's just a bit of a racist. That's all. I don't. I'm not even gonna call him a racist because I don't know if he's racist. But all right, um, cool. Whatever he, that thing was with him, he's that in it. 
Definitely American. Or maybe he's pro Brexit or something. I don't know. Let's yeah, let's not do that, man. Don't do that. <laughs> okay, he can rap in it. Yeah, um, but I just feel like compared to the others, he just does not have the same level of skill. I feel like really? he, tr- yeah, I feel like he tries to fit too many words in like a bar. He has that Talib Kweli effect in it. Just too many bars, just too many words in a bar. Like just bre- let it breathe in it. And I just don't feel like he's like his flow just is very straightforward to me, man. Like compared mm. to like Merckxton, Scorching Gets, and Reg. Come on, man. He has to be the worst. Because he ain't better than none of them guys. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean, respectfully, man, you know, Devlin's cool. So, you know what I mean? I don't, I didn't, that's why I didn't want to say the worst. Just my least favorite. Because a lot of people may like him. So, yeah, man. A lot of people I mean? do. Big up Devlin, wherever you are, man. Um, but yeah, for me, that's my pick. He saluted him twice. Yeah, he did. All right, cool. Fair enough. I will go next, obviously. Mohammed's a troublemaker, bro. He is. Um, so, I'm going to go to North London. I'm going Where to go London? to uh, Meridian Drive or Meridian Way. Which one is it? Meridian Walk. Meridian Walk, sorry. So I'm going to go to Meridian Walk. Oh, big H. Big. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't he create BBK? According to Wiley, anyway. Apparently. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go to Boy Better Know um, as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. <laughs> and I'm going to go for the man that they call Shorty. Shorty, I read BBK. Now, Monday to Sunday, I read BBK. Respectfully, Shorty can't rap to save his life. And I mean, next to the likes of Skepta, Jamie, even Jammer and Frisco. Even um, Jammer. Even Jammer. Uh, yeah, Shorty, no, I'm sorry. Jammer's rapping better than Shorty. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely do. Shorty, I just feel like anytime he's on a he's on a song with all of them, it just he always sticks out, but in the worst possible way. Do you think it's him? He's like five one. <laughs> See, I'm not even gonna mention all the he's all the height skin. stuff. Is he light skin? Pick him up and throw him. Like he just doesn't <laughs> look believable. <laughs> yeah, it just I don't know, man. It just seems a bit. Nah, I can't get jiggy with Shorty at any point. You know what I'm saying? And he's always got the less good contributions on any BBK track as well. And as I said before, I don't think I don't I don't think he can really rap like that. So, I mean, salute to him. He obviously plays an integral role, whatever role he plays. But rapping wise, yeah, not for me, dog. But um, shout out to Shorty, man. God bless you and your family. Did your man have any other picks? No, I was so focused on Shorty, I couldn't think of anything <laughs> else. Um, did I have anyone else? Yeah, you was on Shorty from day. I was. Yeah, you done this as soon as he came. I think I made this topic just to bash on him, which I didn't mean to, but yeah. I feel you. Um. I had two people. Mm. Um, I had Phaser, Talisa, and the Endums, but then that would leave Daphne. So Phaser and Talisa? Both of them. But then <laughs> that would leave Daphne. <laughs> That's a good one. That's more than half the group. <laughs> but you get it. He was the group. Talisa. Honestly, you're telling me if you take out Talisa and Phaser, Phaser, does it really make a difference? Before we yeah, recorded. You need Talisa, man. Before we recorded, he wanted to take all three of them out. Then I told him, well, maybe leave Daphne. Yeah, and then I thought about it. I thought, yeah, you, yeah but you need Talisa in the group. Why? Daffy's a better singer than him. She does the ha ha. We don't need that. She can go out take the ha 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 Yeah, that's the only ones I had. Um, I would have said, yeah, that's about it, really. Ah, man. And, oh, yeah, and Pill and MMG, but that's about it. And Pill and MMG. Pill. See, that's our next, that's our standard, like, Pill joke per episode. Hey, man. I feel that. All right, cool. Well, then we're going to wrap it up there, guys. Wait, I've got to do my shout outs. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Okay. Fucking hell. All right, cool. The issue out. Shout outs. No, you got your shout outs too, Pia. Don't put the mic uh, down we, just yet. We all got shout outs, bro. I want to do one. I ain't got my shout outs. I like ending it like this. Can I just say shout out to Bobby Schroeder? 
Shout out to Robbie, Maddie Rebel. Shout out to Bobby Shmurda. He, he got Shmurda. out. He's Shmurda. fresh home. Yeah. And everyone in the industry needs to show him love. And not Every, rush him into making music, yeah. man. Relax. Like every, everyone needs to show him love. Everyone talks that no snitching bullshit. Everyone talks about that not talk, not saying shit. Stand up. He done that. So you might need to show him love. Is that it? That's it, man. man. Shout out to... I like to shout out someone. I want to shout out Meat Mill for <laughs> arguably one of the worst two weeks a rapper could ever have. Um, to the point where even Vanessa Bryant <laughs> commented and was like, yo, that shit was whack, B. Um, that, that was so, so yeah, shout out to him for having an awful two weeks from 6 9 to now. We're going to get to Meat Mill because uh, that bar, people overhyped it. He said a bar. It is what it is. Yeah, but once the widow is offended, you can't really say anything, Yeah, can you know you? it's just Kobe's love more than Meek. I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah, like, but it's childish. Meek was insensitive, innit? Yeah, like, That's all. Bro, Lux had a it's not necessarily a bad bar, but he was insensitive. Yeah, but Lordy Lux had a vibe, a bar when he goes, she go, he, he's got dreams of a Leah jet. He's going to lean like, like a Leah jet. It's yeah. like, people do this. Meek had a Leah bar. That's more creative though, bro. She's bro, you know, you know, you know, um, like Lordy Lux basically said he's going to die like a Leah. Yeah, but that's more creative than just, that's more creative than saying, oh, it's going to be another Kobe. 1,000%, but I'm saying a bar is a bar. Yeah, I don't think it was that bad. It's just too I, soon. A bar's a bar. Because people have said worse. You know, like, Stars P, like, there's been, like, folklore that he had a bar about Leah when they were going back and forth with Rockefeller. I believe that. Rock the boat, rock the boat, something, something, yeah, die, yeah, like, a bar. bitch in a Rockefeller coat. a lot worse about that, uh, that's, 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 that's he, he said, bro, he said, bro, bro, don't he, even repeat that. He was like, rock the boat, rock the boat, you're going to die in a Rockefeller coat. Yeah, that's just wild. No, that's just, oof. Bro, but that's it's been like, that's been that's been it's like that's been the word on the street for time. Yeah. But no one can find the no one can find the um but that's the supposed, audio though. Supposed, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just I saying, believe it. I'm just I believe it. Bro, it's yeah, I think I heard it. I think you I just heard said it. no one's ever heard it. No, like no one can find it now. But you heard it. Bro. I think I heard it way back in the day. Yeah, but when the mixtapes, of course, man. It would still be. It was out there. You don't just make a, something like that. It's still be out there. Once it's on the internet, it's on the internet. Someone can find it if they want to. I guess. Yeah, but you can get rid of it too. You can't get rid of that. Of course you can. Of course you can. I'm saying if it wants to get found. Do you know what I mean? I but my point is that Meek Mill bars overblown. People exaggerating it. It's rap. People are soft in it, but it's, a soft it's Kobe in it. It's too. It's still too soon. But it's not. A, it's not an awful bar. It's just he. Kobe's love more than him. It just yeah, we've we've heard way worse, man. Yeah. We've heard way worse. Meek, they needed an excuse. Chopper Kobe. It makes sense. It's not like the bar didn't make. Even sense. battle rappers, they ah. say way worse, man. What? Do you know some of the what? Two stuff had a bar when he goes, you either die rest in peace or you die become a battle bar. Mm. Mm. That's not. That's not as bad as the Kobe. Though. Someone no, said you just said you're gonna die. Rest in peace. He said something about dying in a suburban like big. Yeah, Bam. People Come have on, said bro. worse, you know. Come on, bro. Go out like pack. Bro, people have said worse, Come man. On, man. I don't necessarily think that's worse though, but that's that's preference, isn't it? That's yeah, I'm like, paraphrasing. Nah, me kind of bar when he goes, "I'm a die fly." Rest in peace, Leo. Mm. Like he, we, he's mentioned Leo before. She's dead. Mm. No one says nothing. It's just they don't like me. Yeah, but. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Don't, don't make that face and say this that. The last point, this is the last point I'm going to make about this. But that bar that's is not as bar, exactly. But that's not as bad as saying it's going to be another Kobe because at least in that bar he's he's showing respect to Aaliyah. That Kobe bar doesn't seem. No, 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 not that, not that. He's talking when I said I'm a die fly. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. Yeah. So yeah, that's a little bit more respectful than just saying oh it's going to be another Kobe. I agree with you, man. People are insensitive. I'm going to go out and chop a last going to be another Kobe. Kobe. Maybe someone's going to die. But the person that he's saying is going to be another Kobe is the person that he's... So and self though, if you come after me, I'm going to have I'm a strap. I'm going to die with my weapon, a chopper. Kobe died with a chopper. I don't think that's... 
Bro, it's no rap has gone soft, and people that got involved, it is too soon. bruv. No, it's not people that, bruv. Little the I baby, the baby, the baby got it. The baby got um in trouble for thing, um rapping about some. He had a bar with uh, some, young, some, but then it was just it's it's wordplay. It's rap like it's getting annoying now. Bro, I've been li- I listened to NWA recently, man. Bro, they had the most misogynistic lyrics any rapper's ever had, bro. They have skits bro, that are wild. Snoop's got a song. Snoop had a mad misogynistic song. What was it again? It's gonna bug me. Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. Bam, what? But yeah, can we do this topic? Because I genuinely do want to get into why it's beautiful. Can you write it down? It's really, yeah. Because it's really, this is the my biggest pet peeve of rap right now. The way people are trying to police it. That's my biggest pet peeve. We can talk about it. But that's, um, yeah, fine. Sorry. That's not rap, that's society. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Rhymes Like Dimes. If you want to support, you know, follow us on all the socials, review us wherever you get your podcasts, follow, do all that, join the movement, share, you know what I mean? Your voice means a million to us, so, you know, we appreciate any share or any kind of love that you give us, so, you know, shout out to that. I don't have any quotes to close off the show. Um, no, um, but we will see you in two weeks' time. Take care, stay safe, stay well, and uh, yeah, peace. Romeo's done. That would have made more effect if you were actually on mic. That would have been sick.